The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Radio Show, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, there's been quite a big discussion lately around the benefits and dangers of eating seafood. Well, today we'll try to set the record straight and give you some information about the type of seafood to eat and what to avoid. Plus, later we'll tell you what's new at Mother's Market and what's going on around town. But first up, Nora Eddy is the co-founder of Salty Girl Seafood, a company that provides sustainable, traceable seafood that is fun and easy to prepare. Nora holds her BS in marine biology from the College of Charleston, South Carolina, and a master's in natural marine resource management from UCSB's Bren School. Her work has ranged from extensive field biology aboard inshore and offshore fishing and research vessels, habitat restoration, marine spatial planning, and small-scale fisheries reform. In 2014, she co-founded Salty Girl Seafood with the aim of creating positive change in the seafood industry and global oceans. And we welcome her to the Mother's Market Radio Show. Nora, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Great. Thanks for being here. Why don't you fill our audience in a little bit on your mission and work before we get to today's show topic? Sure. So Salty Girl is really started as a passion project um, for my co-founder and our founding team. Um, and we really just saw that there was space in the market for a really clear, clearly defined um, kind of s- sustainable seafood product. It's hard to make a good decision about the seafood that you're eating, and it's something that we all want to have a, make those good decisions so that we're not depleting our ocean of its beautiful resources. And um, so it was really all about putting our expertise in the fisheries and biological sciences world and creating kind of a brand and something that resonates with consumers. Excellent. Well, today, and congratulations, by the way. Thank you. Today, we're talking about the benefits of eating wild seafood. And why is seafood so good for us? So seafood is awesome for pretty much everybody. Um, Seafood is high in omega-3 fatty acids, which is a type of polyunsaturated fat that our bodies actually don't um, create for themselves. We have to find them in in foods that we eat. Fish is high in nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that are also sometimes hard to find in the foods that we're eating, Um, and it's a great source of protein for us. And what are the best types of seafood to eat? So we love wild salmon at Salty Girl. Um, We love all wild fish. Um, You really can't go wrong, but things like wild salmon, um, black cod, sardines, things that are low on the on the um, food chain that are oilier and and fattier fish are actually really good for you to eat and things like oysters that Mm. contain minerals like zinc and iodine and things like that. Good brain food. Yeah, it's great brain food. (laughs) What are the benefits of um, eating fish? And I know we just kind of talked a little bit about it, but what what are the benefits? Yeah, so the benefits of of eating fish are really astounding when you you kind of look across the broad spectrum of functions that that eating fish can support. Um, So all of these omega-3 fatty acids and these nutrients, and of course protein is such a great thing for you, but um, fish is good for your brain, it's good for your cognitive ability. It's great for your eyesight. Um, Because it's a lean protein, it helps you build muscle and it helps your body repair more quickly. 
Um, so it's just an all-around great go-to food. Our bodies are able to process it. It's not like a heavy source of protein that stays in your system and it takes a long time to digest. So it's just this kind of miracle protein that we're fortunate to have. And you, you've been talking about these omega-3s. Yeah. What are omega-3s? Yeah, so omega-3s are these, um, it's this type of polyunsaturated fat. We hear them... Um, referenced usually when we're talking about either seafood or um, some nuts contain them, walnuts and almonds um, or avocados. So kind of all of these things that we think about as being really good for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And like I said, our bodies don't produce them, so it's necessary that we find them in the foods that we eat. And seafood is just kind of an omega-3 jackpot, Um, but especially things like salmon are really fantastic sources. And is there a limit on how much seafood we should be eating and feeding the family? So that's um, been such an interesting question for us kind of throughout this process. There's a lot of information about there, out there about, um, you know, contamination or mercury in the foods that we're eating and the seafood that we're eating. Um, but provided your seafood is coming from a really great, clean, wild source, um, there's no reason why you shouldn't be eating the recommended two to three servings per week. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, people shop for fish, what country of origin should people look for to source their fish from? Yeah, so the U.S., the United States, has absolutely fantastic um, fisheries management. We are a leader in the industrial world, in the first world, um, in the way that we protect and manage our resources, and our fishermen are out there on the water doing great things um, and great work to abide by the strict guidelines that are basically set out for them. Um, so when you're looking, first and foremost, look for U.S. caught seafood, absolutely. And um, what are the nutritional differences between wild and farmed salmon? Yeah, so that's um, that's always a contentious one for people. So um, wild salmon is a very lean protein, whereas farmed salmon is often a little bit fattier and Anytime you're buying farmed seafood, always important to keep in mind that um, like any sort of large-scale animal farming, there are lots of additives that these animals are exposed to, including antibiotics um, and treatments that the water is undergoing, whereas with a wild salmon or any wild fish, they're just surviving off of a pristine or a relatively pristine environment. Can you eat too much fish ever? Um, no, so you definitely, certain groups um, do need to be mindful about how much um, seafood um, they're taking in that are um, kind of in that higher risk for the mercury level. So things like tilefish or um, tunas, the big um, kind of sport fish kind of fish, but we don't eat tons of that fish anyway. Um, so, no. <laughs> the answer is no. The answer is no. Um, you have, can, can you talk a little bit about the product that you have? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, this new product that we have, um, Salmon Bites, Wild Alaska Salmon Bites, is something we're so excited about. Um, it kind of, the genesis for this project came for so many moms who were saying, my kids love salmon, but I just don't have an easy way to prepare it. I'm not going to buy a giant filet for them. And Um, so we said, we can, you know, we can figure something out. And we also knew that moms are having a hard time getting enough vegetables in their kids. So we're thinking, okay, we can do 
protein, and some hidden veggies. So this awesome Salmon Bites product is wild Alaska salmon with broccoli and sweet potato and gluten-free oats. Mm -hmm. There's no added sugars. You can see exactly where and how your fish was caught on the back of every package. So Mm -hmm. it's a really fun way to kind of start that conversation with kids around you know, the food system and who's harvesting our food and, you know, where does it come from? And, um, yeah, it's a fantastic product. So I love that. I love that. What the listeners can't see is it is a cute story on the back. Again, it's learn the story of your fish. And on this particular box, it's uh, the fishing gear type and the gill net. So you're learning. It's it's very, you're teaching the kids that. Yep, absolutely. uh, The story about the fish. And then where um, the types of fish. So this is the salmon bites. Are they all salmon? So this is our own, this is our first um, kids product, our first foray into the kids product and we started with salmon because kids love salmon Mm -hmm. um, which we didn't know because we're just feeding them all of this mystery fish Mm -hmm. that's breaded and fried and you know so we thought what about a pure beautiful salmon product fish the way it should be yeah exactly (laughs) hiding all those beautiful and they love it kids love it so so with broccoli and sweet potato i see that's also in there and And it's great too because i mean we love it my husband and i eat a ton of these now and um you know i think parents eat a lot of food off their kids plates right kids get up the last thing you want to eat is like cold chicken fingers and fries right but picking these off your kids plate you could do a whole box of these throw these on a salad for mom and dad right and then kids can have the they can actually have our leftovers exactly the, the other way <laughs> yeah. around right yeah exactly tables have turned what uh, benefits do the omega-3s give people when they get it through eating fish yeah so the omega-3s are great for um different age groups for different reasons um it's actually a really great thing omegas are a great thing for pregnant women in particular mm-hmm. to make sure that you're getting that um all of the things you need for a growing baby um but yeah, it's really good for, there even have been some studies um, that show that omega-3s are um, great for dealing with ADHD and other cognitive and behavioral things, which is really interesting. Um, so yeah, the benefits across the board are just fantastic, but brain function in particular is a really strong one. Well, this is all very interesting information. And right now we have to take a quick break, but more in just a moment. Don't go away. We will be right back with Nora Eddy, the co-founder of Salty Girl. Stay with <laughs> Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. 
And welcome back to the Mother's Market Radio Show. And we want to remind you that if you've missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for radio and listen to the past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons, all available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Salty Girl Seafood founder, Nora Eddy. And we're talking about the benefits of eating wild seafood particularly salmon bites <laughs> your new line here yeah. for kids this looks really good by the way thank she, you anyway this looks great but um we i've read and heard a lot about uh, mislabeling and how do i know that are the fish that we're eating the menu the label says what it is yeah so mislabeling is something that has always been a problem in the industry but it's been kind of hush hush you know kind of an industry secret or just kind of something that um, that happened and nobody was blowing the lid off. Um, but there have been a few studies in recent years that have come to the consumer's attention, which is fantastic because we're becoming an ever more um, informed mm -hmm. consumer base, um, and rightly so, we absolutely should be. Um, and so some of the things that we're learning about our seafood supply chains is that um, they're incredibly convoluted and oftentimes... As fish is passing through, I think it's over 20 hands on average, right, that the from the time a fish is landed on the dock until the time it ends up on your plate, it's moving through these big, complex supply chains. Um, and along the way, these fish are being labeled something different than what they actually are. And that's what we call in the industry mislabeling. And that's why traceability is so important, so that you actually know from basically ship to plate from boat to plate um, that the fish that you're getting is really the fish that the restaurant or the right is is um, what they say it is um, and so the important thing for the consumer to know is to find a trusted source for your seafood so whether it's your local natural food store or it's your local fishmonger or whoever that is, or even at a restaurant, find a chef who, who sources with integrity. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. The important questions about, um, you know, top questions about seafood are um, how was it caught and where did it come from? And if your supplier can't answer those questions, don't buy the fish. So it's a really good point, and yeah. that's a great uh, recommendation there. What um, what are the benefits that specifically? We talked a little bit about this. Yeah, but we're pregnant women. Yeah, and you're pregnant. I <laughs> am. Congratulations. Thank you. And I, I'm sure you know you are um, definitely discerning when you know when you were when you're eating fish, but when you were designing your line here too, your label. Yes. Um, so talk a little bit about that as a pregnant mom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I find that um, pregnant women are constantly, you know, you you start having this whole new sense about what am I putting in my body? You know, it starts suddenly everything becomes much more important when you're eating for two. Right. So you're thinking about what are nutrient dense protein sources that are going to give me energy throughout the day. Um, seafood is a fantastic source of zinc, which is really important for pregnant women and passing that on to your developing baby. Um, these omegas that we've been talking about that are so important for, um, early childhood development starting in the womb. Um, and something that I know a lot of pregnant women are concerned about as, um, 
as is everyone, right, is this mercury topic that we touched upon a little earlier. And that can definitely be scary because, you know, mercury is a heavy metal um, and you hear that word and you think, okay, seafood is off the table. But really doctors and nutritionists are really um, encouraging women to eat more seafood because the benefits really do outweigh the risk because mercury is one of these things that is really only problematic in a handful of fish. But because it's so scary, it's you know, weighs heavily on our minds. So things that you want to be careful about eating, um, you know, high doses of basically, or um, lots, lots and lots of um, big tunas. So raw tunas, um, things like swordfish, tilefish, or shark. Um, But if you're eating low on the, on the um, trophic level, as we say, or low on the, um, food chain, Mm -hmm. you're eating smaller fish, you have less of a concern with mercury. Um, So women who are are pregnant or nursing should definitely be mindful of avoiding those like, you know, kind of top five mercury heavy or mercury prone species. Um, But otherwise, eat fish. (laughs) Absolutely fill up on fish for sure. It's so good for you and for the baby. So again, so the bigger the fish, that's where the mercury is. Yeah, because the way that it works is it's actually methylmercury is the type of mercury that is absorbed into our bodies. Um, and it, it, what happens is it bioaccumulates. So as big fish eat small fish, they're obtaining more and more, collecting more of that mercury into their tissues. So the ratio becomes much greater. It's like the volume to the mercury to the volume of the fish becomes much greater than it is in even a younger tuna. So sometimes things like um, young albacore tuna are great products for anyone. There's not a big mercury concern. So um, yeah, just don't be afraid of don't be afraid of eating the little guys. Yeah, but, you know, thank you. That you really just explained something uh, that put it in perfect perspective. Yeah, good. Um, no, you did. Thank you. Um, so now let's talk about the kids. Yeah. And, uh, since you are going to be have, you're going to have one yourself here yep. pretty soon. You are. You may experience a picky eater. So how can we get our families and our little ones to eat without you know really hiding or maybe perhaps hiding it? Um, you talked a little bit about you know your particular product here before uh, but you know getting them to like fish and yeah yeah Yeah, so it's um fish is a can be a contentious Mm -hmm. um food at the dinner table for a lot of families but a lot of moms know that it's such a great thing to get in these little bodies so sometimes we have to be creative about how we do that Mm -hmm. um something that that we've been working with families on is um, fish tacos, doing Taco Tuesday night. Tacos are something that it's a fun kind of activity to get hands on, right? There's lots of, you can put cheese on anything. There's a lot, you can cover up a lot of sins. And um, so fish tacos is a great way to start getting kids interested in fish. Any particular kind of fish in the taco? Um, We love to do 
rockfish here in California. Rockfish is a great kind of white flaky fish that's not an overpowering taste, but um, you know, adds a lot of flavor. It's a great sustainable fishery here on the western seaboard, um, so you should feel really good about that. Um, Pacific cod is another great one, really mild. It's really hard to, um, it's not an intimidating one to cook, <laughs> so to speak. Um, so that's really great. We also do um, some smoked seafood, so um, that's a great way. It's a little bit of a different um, texture. Sometimes texture is a problem for kids, so kind of mixing it up on, um, you know, whether it's a fresh product or a smoked product or however you're doing that, mixing it into eggs, um, hmm. tossing it into a lunchbox, you know, just trying out different times of the day. It doesn't have to be for dinner time all the time. So just being a little creative and sometimes, you know, you just keep trying different things. That's a great thing about, um, seafood is that it's not chicken is chicken, right? Beef is beef, but seafood, you have this, you've got an arsenal behind you. You've got all sorts of stuff you can keep throwing at them. What about that? Fishy, too fishy taste. So what are the recommendations of some fish that is not too fishy? Right, things that are really mild. Mm -hmm. So the oilier the fish, the fishier. So fish should never be, fish should always smell clean. Fish should always smell like the ocean. So if you're getting a fishy smell and that's what's off-putting, find a new place to buy your fish, right? (laughs) So, um, but strong fish, even something like black cod and even salmon for some people, because it's a high oil and fat content fish can be a little bit off-putting. But a good, like really mild, a lot of the white fish, so Pacific cod, I mean, cod is such an globally ubiquitous species because it's it's palatable and attractive for so many different cultures. so cod and rockfish, halibut is another one that's, um, the texture is very firm, um, but the taste is very mild. So okay. those are great places to start. And what about, is there a good way to prepare fish to get away from that oily taste? Um, that's a great question. I mean, I, you know, like you mentioned the, the taco Tuesday, you know, like anything yeah, that you do with tacos like guacamole. Are, or yeah, tacos like are a great way. Um, things like using seafood doesn't have to be a main, um, you know, main part of the plate. Mm-hmm. Seafood can be incorporated to soups and stews and, as you mentioned, dips and things like that. So mm-hmm. that's another fun way to kind of introduce some new flavors, introduce a seafood product, but not necessarily have it be kind of the... The main course or something? Yeah, the main attraction, the main entertainment, exactly. That's a good idea. Um, What about, is uh, is farmed fish bad? No, so we're, we do all wild fish. We're we're ocean people, so we're super biased, of course, (laughs) and we love working with the fishermen that we work with, Um, but... I often like to explain um, farming in the ocean is very similar to farming on land, right? We have large-scale farming operations, conventional farms here in the United States that are are around the world um, that use pesticides and use all of these harmful chemicals in the way that they raise. And um, they grow, you know, whether it's um, animals or crops, monoculture and you know all of these kind of negative things that we hear about the food that is being raised and that's very true of farm-raised seafood as well so there are really um 
you know, kind of scary operations out there, which unfortunately represents the the lion's share of what's available on the market. But there are, just like there are organic farms terrestrially, mm-hmm. there are really great small-scale um, farm seafood producers. So we definitely don't want to be writing off farmed fish or shellfish kind of you know making blanket statements but you definitely want to be asking um, harder questions about the farmed fish that you're eating and what is your best and final advice to people so that they can work more fish into their diets i think um be bold i like it (laughs) make a concerted effort um i think that i know myself um it's easy to get in the habits right, of, you know, buying the same things, try to, you know, make a concerted effort to start if it's, if you don't eat anything right now, if you don't eat seafood at home right now, um, you know, the low-hanging fruit is pick one night a week, and that's your seafood night, and then work yourself up into, you know, two or three nights a week, find a recipe that you love, Mm -hmm. find a company that you love, find a fishmonger who you love to go chat with, you know, Mm -hmm. find a way to make it something that's very attractive and fun for you, and, I mean, I I love seafood. I think seafood is wonderful. Um, Seafood is the last wild food that we eat. It's such an incredible way to experience um, this connection that we have with our natural resources. So, you know, find something that is a great way to engage your family or makes you feel really good about the seafood that you're buying and start there. Wonderful. Well, great advice, and good luck with your company. Good luck with your your new baby, your family. Thanks Uh, thanks so much for your time and some great advice for all of us uh, getting into the seafood realm. Uh, We appreciate your knowledge. And in the meantime, you can get more information on Nora and her website. It's saltygirlsseafood.com. We look forward to our next visit. We're moving through this week's Mother's Market radio show, but stay with us because next up we'll tell you what's going on around town. Here's what's new at Mother's Market, brought to you by our own Mo Payette. Hi, this is Mo Payette, and I am proud to introduce Lynn Tello, our body care and hard goods buyer. She's going to be sharing some new items at Mother's. New to our stores this summer, we have a line called Power Keto. They make mosquito repellent clip-ons and wristbands for kids and adults. They are waterproof, they're deep-free, and you get two reusable pellets with each purchase. Also new to our stores, we have a brand called Touch of Earth. They're essential oil-based, perfect for back to school. They make a spray called Lice Be Gone to help prevent lice in your kids this school year as well as treat it. A new line we're proud to present from Washington makes an organic calendula bioactive salve. They're U.S. certified organic as well as being a bee-friendly farm. They make calendula to help heal rashes, shave wounds, and sunburns. Another new line we've added is Nectar Essences. They're an aromatherapy line for your mind, body, and home. They make 100% natural remedies. They have blends such as Focus Brain Boost, Sleep, and Unstress and Unwind. New from our old friends Desert Essence, they've come out with a new line of facial oils and body oils. Each purchase helps the I'm a girl incentive to directly improve the lives of girls in the world's poorest countries. 1% of gross wholesale sales on this product will be donated to support girls' education programs. 
New from our friends at LifeFlow, we have a magnesium bath oil soak that comes in eucalyptus and lavender. It's a great source of magnesium chloride, great for your skin for a very relaxing bath. Our friends out of Cure have come up with two new facial peels. One is a resurfacing fruit peel that has active fruit enzymes for all skin types. The second is a brightening vegetable peel that has chlorella growth factor and kale. This one's really good for sensitive skin. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Market radio show and for shopping at Mother's Market. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.